I'm sorry, but self-care is non-negotiable. If you want to get to where you want to go and you want to be happy and healthy on the way there and when you get there, then self-care is a non-negotiable. You can take as many freaking spa days as you need to because your energy and your action is going to be that much more in alignment and where it needs to go. Hello, and welcome back to the Self Love Breakfast Club podcast. I'm Crystal Rose, your host. Thank you for being here with me today. Today, I want to talk about the glamorization of overworking and burnouts. I think that this is a subject that really needs to be addressed. I think overworking has become like a trend. Like it's cool. It's cool to like just work constantly. And I am not an exception from this, right? Like I have experienced that for a lot of my career. And even before I owned my first business, I was always working and I loved working and I excelled in a lot of the companies that I was in and kind of rose in the ranks because I was willing to show up and do the work and I was willing to work hours. Other people weren't. And I was willing to like run myself into the ground basically. That did not change when I started my first business. I thought I was so cool because all I did was work. I thought busy was awesome. You know, when people be like, oh, how are you? I'd be like, oh, so busy. I'm so busy. And I don't know. I wore it like a badge of honor. I wore not sleeping and working all the time as this like badge of honor. But what happened was, is that I put my self-care and my personal growth on the back burner and focused solely on achievement. And when you do that, you set yourself up for just really needing external validation. And you get that from accomplishments, but they never quite hit. You know, every goal that you reach when you're in this space, it's just like, not quite good enough. You're already focusing on the next thing. The target has already moved. And I just see it out there a lot that, you know, oh, you have to work insane hours, blah, 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 if you want to be successful. I will tell you this. (laughs) I have personally seen more success in both of my businesses when I have stepped back, done less, worked less, and focused on my personal growth more. I have done so well when I've done that. Okay. And the force and the grind and the push and the, all of that, I have done nothing but struggle in that, you know, to make every dollar. (laughs) And so this really kind of hit for me the other day because I have a couple of examples here. One is a dear friend of mine. I think I talked about her in another podcast, but she was overworked, underhydrated, and she ended up like on her bathroom floor for days. Like, next to her own vomit, you guys, like she didn't want to go to the hospital because she was afraid that she would lose clients. What? Like, you know, like she was afraid that she wouldn't be able to catch up on her work. Like that is what the female entrepreneur or like the female worker has come to is that we're so afraid to stop. We're so afraid to slow down or let go because what if it all comes crashing down? But the reality is when your body 
and your mental and emotional well-being comes crashing down, that is far more important and far harder to come back from. Pulling back on your business is not going to crumble it. It's not going to crumble and fall. If anything, it'll prove to you that it'll be okay without you tending to it 24-7. So that was something, you know, that... I got to experience as a dear friend and got all the inside information on that. And, you know, it hurt for her. I hated that for her. And honestly, I think it kind of took that to happen to her in order for her to realize like, girl, you need to slow down. You need to slow down. You need to trim away the things that are no longer serving you that you're spending too much time on worrying about. How can you make this better? How can you make this more balanced and suitable for you, not for anyone else, not using as a measuring stick of how hard other people are working or aren't working? And it's crazy because she pulled back, you know, I mean, she had to take some time off, obviously, and her clients luckily were very understanding and she pulled back. And what happened was she ended up getting more business, like her current clients, you know, wanted to work more with her and add more stuff. And then she got a new client or two in like a month or so after all this had happened. And she had genuinely like set boundaries and pulled back. And that is what occurred. So that's one example. Another one is, you know, I read this post the other day and it made me so freaking mad because this is a woman who is a leader. Okay. This woman leads other women and I have no problem being a follower of women leaders, right? Like there are women that I follow. And when I say follow, like I either am a member of their communities or, you know, I've bought into their programs or something like that. But these are women that I follow and I trust implicitly. And if I am going to follow you, like you better have it together. And I don't mean you have to look perfect and be perfect, but I mean, you better be like leading with the kind of example that like needs to be led with and overworking and burnout and glamorizing. That is not it. Okay. Not it. (laughs) So this particular woman was posting about how like, you know, if you want to be in the top 1%, if you want to, you know, achieve this, that, the other thing, then you have like overworking and burnout as a part of it. And she was saying like, you know, maybe you need to take a few less spa days, blah, blah, blah. And I just, I read it and I was just like, no, 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 no. That is the opposite of what you need to be doing because you're going to be so miserable. If you are clawing and scratching your way to the top, I'm not saying like overworking won't get you to the top. Sure, it definitely could, right? But when you get there, then what? What about the relationships you've tossed to the side or people that you've stepped on to get to where you are? Like (laughs) if you're willing to do whatever it takes and that's a part of it, then what? So you get up there and you're, you're making millions or whatever. That's your goal. Then what? Do you ever get to chill? Do you chill like later when it's all said and done? Or do you just constantly stay on this wheel running, keeping it going? You know, I know for me personally, that's not the kind of life I want to live. And I do not believe across the board that that kind of life is healthy or sustainable. And there are women who are huge. Ariana Huffington is one of them who's written about like, I think she had like a panic attack, like, like an attack and some serious health repercussions because she was overworked. I mean, there are this documents of women this happening to. So, I mean, I can think of a few examples right now 
of women who are absolutely crushing it, who run seven figure businesses. Okay. One of them, Rachel Rogers, if you haven't read her book, we should all be millionaires. It's amazing. She's amazing. And my personal mentor, Samantha Skelly, both of them run seven figure businesses. They both advocate hard for personal growth and personal development. And not only that, they both, you know, really advocate for having a strong team. Like Rachel Rogers talks about, you know, hiring your first hire being a personal assistant to help with the burnout. So you don't come home at the end of the day and then are like, oh, God, I have to cook dinner. You know, Sam has an amazing team that she can literally and and has happened where she can be like kind of out of commission and the team can take over and help her. And so I think that that is a better message for women entrepreneurs. And it's just not women entrepreneurs. You know, there are a lot of career women who work really, really, really hard and long hours. I know many of them. So I think it's kind of an epidemic amongst women. It's like we see each other like absolutely killing ourselves at work. And then we feel like we have to do the same to keep up or to get to where we want to go. Like that's the magic sauce. But I will tell you, my friend, the magic sauce is a combination of things like, yes, you have to take action. And yes, you might have to work more hours than a normal human. Like that is a part of it. And don't get me wrong. I work a lot of hours, but what I've realized is that stress is horrible for me (laughs) and being stressed all the time. My adrenals are shot. You guys, I just had this conversation with my doctor the other day and he's like, you literally are in fight or flight all the time. He's like, you do not have breaks on your fight or flight on your sympathetic nervous system. He's like, you literally are just wide open. And it sucks because I have spent so many years, honestly, just feeling like, oh my God, oh my God, like having this like panic feeling, (laughs) looking at my to-do list and being like, how am I ever going to get it done? And just feeling like, like literally in this fight or flight mode constantly because of it, you know, and over the past several months, even the last year or so, I've been working really hard to reduce and eliminate stress because I believe stress is self-induced. Okay. Like it's something I'm doing to myself. And so I had to figure out how can I stop doing this to myself and how can I support myself more? How can I support my body while I am working towards goals? And I'm sorry, but self-care is non-negotiable. If you want to get to where you want to go and you want to be happy and healthy on the way there and when you get there, then self-care is a non-negotiable. You can take as many freaking spa days as you need to because your energy and your action is going to be that much more in alignment and where it needs to go. There are plenty of people who work, 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 and aren't really getting anywhere. They're just doing a lot of busy work. And I think it's hard to realize how much busy work you're actually doing when you're just working constantly and you never give yourself really space or take a break or you take a, you know, a vacation or a break like every like six months or so, you know, the long game Playing the long game means in the short interim, you have got to support yourself through it or you're going to get to the end and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm here, but I feel like crap, (laughs) right? Is it worth it at that point? I don't think so. 
right? Like I would love to be more financially abundant and have the ability to do the things that I want to do and to help the people I want to help, but I'm not willing to sacrifice my well-being on the way there. Not anymore. Not anymore because I know better now. And so I feel like this message is just so damaging that we are giving to other women that we can't rest. We can't relax. We have to keep going, 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 going. And that's what separates the top. No. You know what separates the top women? The women who are absolutely killing it. And it's not overworking. It's not the fact, it's not burnout. It's not that they're willing to drive themselves into the actual dirt. The top women who are making seven figures in their businesses and are absolutely crushing it are also crushing it in the other areas of their life. They are happy and healthy in the other areas of their life. Doesn't mean they don't struggle. Doesn't mean stuff doesn't come up. Doesn't mean they have, don't have, you know, have to work a few extra hours here and there, but they have found a balance in their lives that works for them. Not this like overall balance that everyone should be doing, but something that works well for them. It's really hard to know yourself as a person when you're working all the time. Like I stopped one day and was like, what do I even like to do? (laughs) Like, what are my hobbies? You know, and the pandemic really kind of shined a light on that because we couldn't travel and traveling was kind of my, I guess, hobby, kind of my jam. And I absolutely love traveling the world and I love experiencing new things and different cultures and meeting people while I travel. And that was taken away. And so then I was left with, well, what the hell do I have now? Like, what's my hobby? And I couldn't answer that. You know, my husband works really hard, has a great job and has multiple hobbies. And I was just watching him like have all this fun with his hobbies, hobbies I was not interested in joining in. And, you know, I felt like, well, fitness is no longer a hobby. Fitness is just like a part of my life. It's something I do. It's a part of me. So that's not a hobby. What do I even like anymore? You know, is reading a book a hobby? Because I haven't done that in a long time, not a fiction book. So I had to really kind of take a hard, hard look at myself and ask myself, like, is this the kind of life you want? Like, this is not a full life. You know, if you vow to take a day off and then you take that day and you don't know what to do with yourself because you're constantly working and you don't have like, you know, I mean, you're not even enjoying your day off because you feel like you should be doing something or you don't have, you know, a hobby or something to do that will kind of decompress and take, you know, your mind away from work, 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 or give you a creative outlet or something, then it's like, what the hell, you know? And I found myself there and I don't, you know, it's not for everyone, but I found myself there. And so I decided to get into some hobbies. I started doing some resin art just for funsies, you know, and and you don't have to monetize every little thing that you enjoy. I think that that's another place where people get caught up is that they feel like, you know, everything that they do should turn into like monetization. And that's not the case. You know, we get to work towards what we want in our goals while taking aligned action. Aligned action is better than just any action, just taking forced action or constant action. When you take aligned action, meaning it's literally leading you in the direction of your goal, there's an end result there towards your goal. Then you're going to get to where you want to go. When you're just taking action, repetitive over and over action that may or may not necessarily like get you there, but like, you know, gets you somewhere. 
that's not going to do it. (laughs) That's not, you know, there's so much more work and so much more force in that. Whereas if you just know where you want to go and you take aligned action that feels good and feels right intuitively, then you're going to be exactly where you want to be. And so uh, you guys, it really, I... (laughs) seeing that post and like just kind of seeing it out there, that glamorization of burnout, especially, you know, I see it in the boutique world a lot. I see these women, these fantastic women who are killing it in their businesses, but they're also killing themselves, you know, like they are struggling and they do not see the value. They don't see the value in investing in themselves. They don't see the value in putting the work, putting as much work into their personal growth as they do their business. And you know what? And I think that's really it. I think that it's not necessarily about the working hours or how many hours you're working. I think it's about being willing to put as much work into your own well-being as you are into your business or your job. I think that's what's upsetting to me personally, because I think it creates so much damage and wreaks so much havoc along the way, having these women who have put themselves, put themselves, not, you know, like on the back burner and they feel guilty about missing out on family things. They feel, you know, if they're a mom, they feel guilty about their kids and they feel guilty about, you know, their husband or whatever, or guilty, there's guilt there, but rarely is it ever guilt for themselves that they're not putting themselves first. And I truly, truly believe that you can be a badass woman entrepreneur or, you know, maybe not a business owner, but like have a kick-ass job, have a job you love and be great at it. I think you can be that person and do that and also take really great care of yourself. And I think that is what is going to get women the most sustainable success and it may not be the quickest and it may be, it may, you may skyrocket right up there. Right. But I think that that is when we are truly looking at happy, healthy women who are making money and killing it when they're putting as much work into themselves as their business. And that is what I would love to see as a fellow business owner and as a woman who supports other women, I would love to see women putting as much work into themselves as they put into their businesses or their jobs. I would love that because I think that that right there is what will change the game for women in business. So I'm going to leave it at that today. If you are an overworker, if you are feeling burnt out If you feel like your emotional and mental health is suffering, just know it doesn't have to be like this. And you're not alone. You are not alone. I have been there. But it doesn't have to be like this. And you can find a balance that actually works for you. And if you let up a little bit and pump the brakes, I promise you it won't all fall apart. You can take a break. You are allowed to take a break. And even if things, you know, kind of slow down for a little bit while you're taking that break, it's okay. It is okay you'll get right back up there. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, go ahead and slide up in my DMs at Extel Rose. I love to hear from you guys, or you can always head up at Self Love Breakfast Club and share with a friend. If you feel like this hits home for you or, or someone that you know, go ahead and share it with a friend, share it in your stories. I love to hear it from you guys. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye for now. If this episode hit with you, 
please go out there and share it. Share it in your Instagram story, send it to a friend who might need it, or even just drop in my DMs on Instagram at Rose and let me know what you think. I love hearing from you guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you.